If you have your Bibles or your phones, I would like to read from the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl, and he offered burnt offerings on the altar. Tonight I would like to speak to you a thought, a word I know God gave me for this church. Build an altar. And let's pray, church, before we see it. Lord, I pray that you anoint me to speak and only do what you have given me. Nothing more, nothing less. In Jesus' name, I pray that you anoint their ears to hear, anoint their minds and their hearts, Lord Jesus. Anoint my words in your name, Jesus. So we give you glory and honor and praise. In the name of Jesus, you can be seated, church. The, the word altar in Greek simply means a place of sacrifice. The Webster Dictionary describes an altar like this, often used figuratively to describe a thing given great or undue precedence or value, especially at the cost of something else. Church, in order for us to be who God wants us and needs us to be, we must build an altar. A place where we sacrifice and consecrate ourselves to God. Tonight, with the help of the Lord, I want to talk to you about how important an altar is. Without an altar in our lives, it will be hard for us to make it into heaven. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians, I die daily. He repented it all to God on an altar every day. And we must do the same, church. As we turn our attention to my opening scripture, we can see how important an altar is. We have all read this portion of scripture, how the world was so evil that God repented of making man and he destroyed the world with a great flood. That the only man on earth that he could find that was living his life for God was Noah and his family. We can read in Genesis 6 and 8 that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And then we read that God told Noah to build an ark. He gave Noah the exact instructions on how to build the ark, the boat that was going to save his family and the animals. And so it rained on earth for 40 days and 40 nights. And destroying everything that was on earth, including all living things. Churches was not a normal rainfall. The Bible tells us that Noah and the ark rested on top of Mount Ararat. If you research this mountain, you will find that it is in Turkey. It is 16,854 feet high. So that means that these waters were higher than those mountains. I don't know about you, church, but for me, that is hard to wrap my head around. Nothing could survive that kind of flood but those that were on the ark. So if we could for a moment put ourselves in Noah's shoes. As we open the doors of the ark, oh, church, what our eyes would see. I believe we would see total destruction. There would be nothing left. There's no dwelling places, no birds. No people, nothing but what was on the ark. Just total devastation. And so we study, we will find the first thing Noah does, church, is he builds an altar. He builds an altar, a place where he can consecrate and sacrifice. A place where he can thank God for saving him and his family. An altar should be a place of great sacrifice. It should cost us something. 
And as we need Noah's sacrifice on the altar, it cost him something, church. The Bible tells us that he sacrificed one of every clean animal. Every clean animal. What a costly sacrifice. There was only but so many animals that he brought on the ark. So to sacrifice one of every clean type of animal cost him something. And our altars should be no different. They should cost us something. The greater the sacrifice, the greater the reward. The more it will please the Lord. And as we read in verse 21, the Lord smelled a sweet Savior. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I give again smite any more living thing as I have done. The Lord honored his sacrifice and gave Noah a promise. A promise that he would never destroy earth again with water. He blessed Noah and his sons and he gave them dominion over the earth. All because Noah built an altar. Church, if we build an altar and sacrifice on it, then the Lord will bless us greatly. Just like he did Noah and his family. The word altar is mentioned over 400 times in our Bible. So to suffice it to say, it is a very important part of our walk with God. And tonight I would like to draw our attention to just a few of these places. In Genesis chapter 22, we will find a man by the name of Abraham. And we will read that God told Abraham to sacrifice his own son. And just as Abraham was to sacrifice his son, God stopped him and provided a ram to sacrifice instead of Isaac. God honored Abraham's sacrifice on the altar, and he blessed him abundantly. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, the Lord our provider. In Genesis chapter 35, we read about Jacob. God instructed Jacob to build an altar, and Jacob obeyed. And because of the sacrifice on the altar, the Lord blessed him greatly. Jacob called the place El Bethel because their God appeared unto him. And we read that God changed his name from Jacob to Israel. In Exodus chapter 17, we will read how Moses and Israel was at war. And we will read as long as Aaron and Hur was holding Moses' hand up, he would prevail. And we know that Israel won a great victory because of this. And in this verse, we read that Moses built an altar. He built an altar. And there in that place, Moses called the name of it Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our refuge or banner. And upon that altar, the Lord blessed Moses and Israel greatly. My last example tonight, church, will come from Judges chapter 6. And we will read about a man named Gideon. A man who was visited by an angel, was told by the angel that he was to lead Israel into war. And after the angel visited, in verse 24, we read that Gideon built an altar. And he called it Jehovah Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. And because of this altar, Gideon and Israel won a great victory and were blessed with peace. These are just a few examples of how important altars are in our lives. Great things are birthed and produced because of sacrifices and consecration on our altars. God will speak to us and bless us the same way he did these men. All we have to do, church, is build an altar just like they did. As I hasten to a close tonight, church, with every fiber of my being, I feel like God gave me this message. That he told me to tell you, church, to build an altar. I'm not talking about an actual physical altar tonight. I'm talking about a place of sacrifice. A place 
of consecration. Whether it be your car, your closet, your living room, your bedroom, your prayer room here at church, we must build an altar. We are living in the last of the last days. He is coming back soon, church. The world around us is only going to keep getting worse and worse. More and more evil as we, as the church will be tested. He warns of this in Matthew 24. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So just like these men I've talked about tonight, we must build an altar. For on an altar we receive direction. We get instruction. We shall overcome. We will hear his voice. For on an altar is where we go to war. It is where we fight for our families. Our children, our spouses, our pastor, our church. Great victories are won on our altars. Revivals are birthed on our altars, church. We must build an altar. Build an altar. Let's all stand. Lord, I pray tonight for a fresh desire. A desire to have a closer walk with you. A desire to sacrifice and consecrate more than ever before. I pray for those who haven't built an altar yet to do so. Lord, we know you're coming back soon. So I pray for a fresh desire to build an altar in Jesus' name. Amen.